What's up? I'm Frank. This is Tom. And, and this, this is, is the, the Frank, Frank and Tom, Tom Show. Please listen. I have nothing to say. Have the stresses of being a father finally taken a toll on your brain? Are you tired of the same thing every day? Do you love your family, but still need a weekend away to hang out with your friends and maybe do some fishing and hang out by the shoreline in a lawn chair and have someone give you a beer and make you something to eat on the grill? Well, we might have the place for you. An all-inclusive stay. Three nights, four and a half days. If you identify as a father, you are welcome at our retreat. We have accommodations for every species of father, even Eskimos. We have large saltwater fish tanks. If you are a dolphin dad, this is the place for you. Lions, tigers, we got you. Grizzly bears are welcome too. A 100% cage-free environment for all dads to enjoy themselves. Mom dads too, so take a break. Relax, survive a weekend stay with us at The Hunt. The Hunt, Mountain Retreats. For dads, good luck. Oh my God, it's great to be back, Tom. Oh yeah, happy Father's Day, Frank. June 20th, no preparation on that. I press record and we're off and running. Yeah, you caught me off guard. It's hard to do. It's impossible to do. You're always ready. I stay ready. And besides, we are ready. We just uh, got clearance from the producers to get a new sponsor. A little edgy. Yeah, well, you know, when they hand you a suitcase full of cash, you don't want to you don't want to know where it came from. The Hunt Mountain Retreats actually um they've got a couple of lawsuits against them. Yeah, you know, we're not Frank and Tom aren't responsible for that. A couple of maulings. We can't we can't be responsible. <laughs> we're not connected to any of that. Yeah. So, uh <clears throat> like always, we'll got we'll hit you with a little disclaimer there. June 20th, Father's Day special. Frank and Tom in the studio. Yeah, we're here, we're back, and we're ready to go. Drew is following through with a, an excellent uh, tradition that um, his uh, lovely Girl- better half. Girlfriend, or her bet, say. Yep, his better half is, uh, they are celebrating a tradition, so. Yeah, they said they were going to go to the beach or something like that. Awesome. Yeah, so it's Father's Day, you know. Yeah. All the dads out there, take a break, relax. You know, I know this morning Ariana made me some breakfast. Awesome. Yeah. That was cool. It's a good day to just uh appreciate, I guess, yourself as a dad. If you're if you're being a good dad. Yeah, to all the all the dads to all the dads <laughs> out there, but especially the ones that are really trying and giving it their best. Yeah. I guess you know nowadays it's a lot about participation, putting in everything you can, you know. There's a lot of distractions, a lot of distractions, cell phones. Um, I find myself getting a little bit short with Frankie sometimes cause I'm stuck on my goddamn cell phone mm. and it, it's a little bit shameful, yeah. you know, I need to keep him, myself in check, uh, with these things with my son, you know, um, having sparked this, uh, idea it being father's day. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, yeah, that happens, Frank. I mean, I've, I've done that too, especially when my son was, was younger and I mean, Sometimes you get upset with your children and then you feel bad later on, you know, because, you know, something happened in the heat of the moment and you yelled at them or. I'll tell you what, Tom, something, something as a dad that I never latched onto until I was a dad. And now, especially that Frank's like, you know, can hold a conversation with pretty much anybody. Little dude's only three years old and he's just got a vocabulary that doesn't stop and, and all of this stuff. So I'm already, um. I'm rapidly approaching these type of hurdles of, of frustration. But um, what I had never thought, like, because I'd always observed other parents, you know, and uh, I never really, I guess my whole life, I've never tried to be too judgmental, I guess, on anybody. But what I would notice was that if a kid was throwing a fit, what I would perceive as the parent being cold or mean to the kid, you know, as they were like, Get up. Let's go. 
<laughs> you know, like I never understood that part of parenting yeah. until I had Frankie. The thing is, is as a parent, you, re- you know, you're reading your child. You understand what's going on with the little dude. If he's throwing a fit or something like that, yeah. what could look like despair to a stranger exactly is actually just a day to day little occurrence or a little thing. Yeah. I am so lucky that my kid's a good kid. You know, he's, 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 he keeps it in line. He, he has his, his times because he's, he's, you know, well, he's hyper always still and learning things. He's a little well. boy. Yeah. Exactly. He has all that stuff, but I think in his, general, his we're lucky. His is a sponge. Dude. Yeah. We're lucky to have a good one, but it's like, uh, I never, I was, I was just tripping on that the other day because I had observed this mom and this little girl and she was so heartbroken. And that, you know, sparks this whole other thing about parenting, you know, is if you have, there's this whole spectrum of humanity. So yeah. you're going to have a certain type of child, you know, so you're yeah. going to have to prepare to be on board for that, you know, and, and uh, try to be along with the ride. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know exactly what you mean. And guide um, them. Especially before I was a parent, but even all, as a parent, when you see like a, a parent and a kid and the kid's like crying and super upset or, or and the kid and the mom or dad's being a little hard on them. You know, I've, I always felt kind of bad for him. I feel like it kind of hurt my, my heart, you know? Yeah. Like instantly, but, but then right? when you are a parent, it's like you, you know, you've been at that point before and you know, your, your kid still loves you if you're a good parent, you know, and it's, you have to be kind of hard on them sometimes, but it's kind of, it is kind of strange how when you see other parents do that, sometimes I've seen it before where like, I kind of thought it was wrong, you know, like, Hey, Oh shit. Yeah. A little hard, oh, there's a line, you know? dude. Yeah. Yeah. There's a line for sure. Um, but you know, some people hey, are too hard on their kids. Coming from know, the bro. Dino, bro, coming out of San Bernardino County, we have seen some bullshit. Unfortunately, it's just a, a product of our society around these parts. Even even coming from the mountains, unfortunately, traveling to and fro, you know, you, you bear witness to some things. Um, yeah. And especially now, things are are kind of disparaging. So. Uplifting you all today is the Frank and Tom show, letting you guys know, just like always, it's not all bad out there. In fact, it's good because today it's Father's Day and Tom and I are working hard to be better dudes and better fathers all the time and to inspire you guys to do the same thing, to recognize the things that that you could better in yourself so you could conquer some hurdles. I say it all the time. I am no David Goggins. I don't run 200 miles a week. But I can say, guys, as a 210-pound guy, I ran the mile in just under nine minutes the other day. So that's pretty good. That's not bad. For, <laughs> well, hey, that's not bad for someone that doesn't go and run the mile all the no, time. No, but Tara signed me up for a Tough mutter because I got to get a little fire under oh, my Oh, you ass. guys are going to do it again? Where are they yeah. having it at? Uh, I'm not even sure. I think it's, I gotta, I think it's down the hill, dude, oh, so it'll okay. be super hot, but... You know, another important thing, I think it's constant. Always light a fire under your ass. Always want to better yourself. It's always like what's invigorating about being a friend of Tom is that Tom's always pursuing a better avenue for him and his family, which inspires people around him to do the same. But so are you, Frank. If your circle is small. Thank you. If your circle is small, unfortunately, only a few people get to the blessing of having that. But I'm lucky to be one of those. So thanks a lot, dude. You're a great dad and person. So there you go. Well, thank you, Frank. Belouche. You are as well. And I'm not perfect. No, none I've of us are. I've had my ups and downs. None of us are. I learn from the things that I try to learn from the mistakes I make, like everybody does, and just keep on trying to strive to be a better father and husband and, and just all around person. I've had my, my share of times where I've let the anger get the best of me and things like that, but uh, I really try hard to maintain a good attitude and a positive way of thinking these days yeah or at least looking for the better avenue right that's correct yeah yep and uh and being a parent is a special thing and i see uh it as being a father now sometimes i think about my own dad which became a dad at a lot younger age than i did oh yeah and uh, and i always think about like well I'm 38 and my son's nine, but when I was nine, my dad was like 30 or 31, Mm. I want to say, you know? Yeah. 
I always think about that. Yeah, I think my dad was younger as well. And he had a lot on his plate there with a bunch of kids. Your dad had quite a few kids, huh? Yeah, he did. Six kids they or something did. like that? Yeah. My parent, you know, they, they did a lot of checking out and checking in. And what it did, I think, to us boys is it showed us that in, uh, consistency is important um, when you're doing that. It's a crazy thing, yeah, stepping outside and then looking at your own dad, yeah. You know, my dad always showed up to the baseball games when I was little, so that was really cool. That's cool. You know, what else? What else? I think I spoke about it at one point where I talked to, have you ever spoken to a friend of your dad? Oh, yeah, of Like course. away from your dad? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Of course. And then like gotten this outside opinion of your dad from them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a friend's opinion. One of my dad's close, because I used to work at the fence company where my dad works for a time. And one of his good, really good friends, I worked with him a lot on the job, you know? Yeah. And he would tell me, you know, things, nothing bad, but he would tell no. me stuff about my dad that, that I didn't know. Right. So it's like this enlightening thing, though, is like growing up as a man, when you start hearing those type of things, I think that was a big trip for me. Did you, did you ever, were you, were you like taken back? Were you like, whoa, you start to gather a different, like more well-rounded picture of your own dad, you so. know? Yeah. Like it really helped me. I you know, smoked, spoke to Brum's dad, who had worked with my dad for a little bit, I guess, you know, for what a couple What did he of, do for a living? Framing. That's what He was like a framer, you know? Yeah. And uh, never really, you know, graduated to like finish work and like, you know, doing, you know, going overboard with it and all that, you know? And um, what any, what I ended up gathering from a friend of his was that, you know, that he's like a, he's his own man type thing, you know, which, which is fine, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And and also, you know, he t he just told me not to disrespect that, you know. And um you know, I was asked a, like a week ago from two younger great kids. I I call them kids, but they I mean, they're like a decade younger probably, I imagine. I think that they're like 26, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I shouldn't call them kid. I felt like a kid then. Still feel like a kid for Christ's sake. I'll refer to you as a kid. You, you may. Sometimes. You may. Anyways, great people, but they're asking, you know, how do you keep your uh, wife, you know, how what what's the deal, you know, like, how do you, <laughs> you know, like, how, how do you keep this ball rolling, you know, with them? And I think just like the parents with the wife, it's important to uh, celebrate the differences and realize that you're not the same human being. And you can also break apart from those differences, you know, and you can... Um, allow some things to be okay and some things to not be okay. I think the toughest thing about parents and dads and stuff, and maybe something that I want to instill in my kid is that, you know, he doesn't have to absolutely latch on to all my bullshit, <laughs> you know, well, you but it's, them, a, yeah, you want them it's to be their own, their own person. But it's a thing. I think that us as fathers and parents, uh, you know, moms too. Hey, Hey mamas that, what we are doing and our actions around our kids, they are embedded in our kids and our kids will run with it. Like yeah, they, they wanna, love yeah. it. They soak it up and they're like, I will be like you. So there's a, there's, there's that whole thing, yeah. you know, that you, there's this awareness, you know, I think it was my sister-in-law, uh, Victoria, who just posted recently a little meme, you know, the great memes that always get posted on Instagram and stuff. But it was something to the effect of, you know, it's the, of the utmost importance that our children's, well-being be put even before our own you know so so we need to make sure to you know censor them you know not 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 necessarily from the world i'm not about that what i am though is like censoring from like certain hurts and certain things in my own household you know in my own little bubble here guys <laughs> you know? i'm not talking about you know starting a cult or anything like that but i don't know what do you think uh, you, well, you want to I think that you want to make sure your own well-being is 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 good, important as well because uh, they so well, like you said they yeah. soak up who you are. Yeah. I think as long as you're a good role model for your your kids, yeah, then uh, they're gonna no matter what they're gonna be a lot like you if you raise them because they're around you the most. You know, yeah, it's just like it's not the same, but it's like similar to an animal. Like if yeah. you see like an animal, they say dogs that bark more or like that. You know. If you yell at your <laughs> like dog more, if you yell at your dog more, or you yell at your loud person, yeah. your dog's a louder dog. You know? <laughs> Look at Spartan. Yeah, you know. You see? Yep. He'll probably start barking right now. Probably. 
Son of a bitch. But, you know, it's just like <laughs> whatever you're around the most, you're destined to be like, I think. Mm-hmm. Even friends you have. Because when you when Definitely. you start becoming, you know, getting to the age where you've had friends for years and you yeah. hang out with them all the time growing up, you act a lot like your friends. They act a lot like you. Yeah. I, so I, I, the best thing you could do is try to hang out and with the best types of people if you want to be the best person you could be. I challenge you to, to line up 10 bros from freaking Crestline and then tell us we're not from the same town. Right. Shit. Hey, I've went through, a, I've known a lot of people in my life, and I'm sure you have too, especially growing up in a place like Crestline where it's a semi-small town. It's like a California small town, you know, 10,000 So people. lucky. We're so lucky, and dude. And so you, you in our in our generation, we had, there was a lot of kids our age and around our age, but... Uh, a ton. You get to, you realize some people aren't, probably aren't the best people that you want to surround yourself with. I'm not going to say... I'll say bad things about anyone I grew up with. We do have an actual list at the end of the show. We're going to go over names and addresses. It's good to real recognize. I think at some point (laughs) I may have recognized like what, yeah, what better priorities would be in life. I was lucky though. Cause, uh, my dad lived in Ventura County when I was 18 and I moved up up there with him when I was 18. Cause then my mom moved back East and I had to leave Crestline because I, I wasn't the best teenager and I had some, run a couple run-ins with the law and had a i don't know i ran with kind of a negative crowd in a way mm-hmm. you know we mm-hmm. all kind of did though mm-hmm. it wasn't our fault we were all we all played off of each other's energy it was an antagonistic yeah, it wasn't time like uh i wasn't any more or less a part of any of it than anyone else was you know yeah but i knew i was a good person deep down so when i left i just i just kind of tried to grow up at 18 and go okay i got to do better and my dad that's that's you know my dad was there for me, and he took me up. He took me in up there. Yeah. And he was up. My dad was always strict, like, "Hey, you know, you got to make sure you wash the dishes when when we're done eating dinner." You know, yeah. the, the house has to be clean all the time. Some good discipline. Know? That's awesome. Yeah, you, know? hey, you can go out if you want and stay wherever you want, but make sure you let me know if you're gonna live at my house where where you go. Yeah. And I and and you got to have a either go to school or have a job. You know. Yeah. So I. You know, I went and got a job, and I was always like, I'm going to go to college, but instead I just ended up working. I did go to school I, later on a little bit, but, uh, you know. But my dad was always there for me. He was a good dad. I was blessed with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He wasn't going to allow his... He didn't want his son to uh, go down the wrong path. And, right. You know? Right. Yeah. You know, my parents stayed together, so that was cool. Yeah, that's cool. That that helps a lot. That was... That was... That, helps that was a, a plus. Um. Outside of that, I don't, you know, whatever. Uh, but I think that what's really cool about all of those type of things, you know, is that um, you know that it's something you need to do for your kid. You, you pick up on those good qualities, you know. That's what it is. You always try to, you try to be better than your parent if you can. Yeah. Or at least live up to their greatness. Right. I should say, you know. Yeah. You want to step didn't outside have the of best their shoes. Upbringing, you want to, you know, you want to try to I know some dads out there that are killing it. Yeah. And they didn't even have good upbringings. Yeah. Didn't even have, some of them didn't even have dads or didn't have, or the mom left, you know, and Yeah. Now they're just amazing dads. Just because they they said I want my kid to have a better life than what I had. Yeah. You know? A really good one I I heard was that you you do not have to walk in my shoes, but you can use them for a little bit, you know? And I think that's really dope. Like, I, I heard that shit, and I was like, that's dope. I like it. Don't know who said it. Let me know. Let me know in the comment section, guys. I like that. Yeah, right there in the comments. Frank and Tom show. You can find us anywhere. So a little, a little bit of backstory, guys, if you're interested. Uh, Tom and I and Drew, we had an amazing episode during the uh, Floyd Mayweather fight. Two weeks ago. It was, yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. And, we, and then um, Tom went on vacation last week, which we did explain in this uh, awesome. God, it was a, a really yeah. fun. <laughs> it was a really fun episode because we were a actually. Really good episode. We were watching the Floyd Mayweather fight and kind of commentating with it. Yeah, and it was, um, it was fun. Uh, but uh, I had a goof, a little studio goof, and fucking lost the whole thing. And it was heartbreaking. It at, really at the was, time, you know. Uh, to see you him know, not there at the end, or I mean, not 
Well, we the had, producer, the production team did. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant to say. And we, yeah. I think they told us we recorded 17 minutes or something like that. The production that. team did. We had a 17-minute segment, but uh, Frank and I, we mutually agreed with the, with the production team. Yeah, Let's we sat down and, at the Oval table Let's go ahead and table uh, trash office. that, you know? Yeah. The Oval Table Office. I like that, yeah. <laughs> so when it's we sat similar down. to the Oval Office, but yeah. it's it's the instead we... There's a table in there. There's like a lot of laws being studied there. It's a square office with yeah. an oval table. Like they study a That's lot of, thing. like they, they go and they study the laws. The and, podcast um, laws. And anyways, the, yeah, it's just a team or whatever. Anyways, uh, so we lost it and, um, which led to, you know, a little hiatus, but I, hiatus, but like always, I, I got to really say thank you so much, everybody for checking in because even still, we are um, lucky enough to have a lot of you guys being interested, and and uh, we we got sent a little little factoid. Um, there's a lot of podcasts out there. There's like three million plus or something like that right now at the moment. Really? Yeah, podcasting is big. Yeah, I think like official ones, and then outside of that, I think there's some unofficial ones that are run in official? on outside channels. We're very official. Okay, cool, cool. In fact, the Frank and Tom Show lands in the top fifteen percent of worldwide. Uh, podcast really yeah that's unbelievable uh, it doesn't it sounds amazing but if you break the numbers down it, it rapidly becomes unamazing but it's still really cool well, it's like um, we're, we're there with about about 120 other thousand other podcasts exactly the way those numbers come <laughs> in yeah because what happens is is immediately 50 percent of this audience uh unfortunately 50 percent of all podcasts have zero listens to one listen wow so they these people put in a lot of work. They try to you know they, they'll put out their podcast and then it gets no listens. Um, so then there's fifty percent of that. Then you start breaking it down rapidly. Fortunately, we fall in the top fifteen percent, which is a great number uh, and uh, a shocking one because you know Tom and I just really wanted to um, test the waters with it in the beginning, and then it just rapidly became almost infectious. To, to where now this is episode 34 and i know tom is happy about it i think right yes i'm fucking so stoked on on doing this all the time and and in fact even when we miss it for two weeks or or we lose a, uh, an episode and then tom's out of town i'm like itching to um well, we to get like... in here and, and to fill in you guys and let us know what's happening and and dose you with some comedic relief also and 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 hit you with that that it's not all bad and and um we feel like we are doing a disservice to anyone that might want to listen to our show when we're not here. And also, we enjoy doing it because it's yeah. something that we can do together. And uh, also, you know... We what a great say, side effect, I right? I want to say thank, thank you to everybody that listens. I know we have a lot of... Well, Frank and I are blessed with a lot of people in both of our lives. And we we're thankful for that. And uh, some of you listen. And definitely all the people that don't know us that listen, that we've never met, thank you very much, you know? And... Uh, yeah, keep checking in. We want to keep on going through with this all the time. The goal is, you know, for, since Tom and I were kids, we've been friends, but um, the goal is positivity. Every, every time we've gotten around each other, it's positivity. You know, that's the thing, though. If you get a what is, if you get a volcano and a tornado together, bro, it ain't going to fucking mix. So what you got to do is you got to vibe out, okay? You get two psychos from Crestline in a room together, you better be vibing <laughs> out or else you're going to be tearing the fucking drywall out and selling the wires. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, Frank's always coming in hot, but... Um, there's yeah. all sorts of good dads out there in the world. Today we're celebrating Father's Day with weird and wonderful facts, Tom. Father's Day was invented by American Mrs. Sonora Smart Dodd, who wanted to honor her father, a veteran, who had, as a single parent, raised six children. The first Father's Day was celebrated on June 19th, 1910. Nice. A father of six kids, you gotta get handed to a guy like that. Do you think? How do you think you would ha handle yourself with six children? Uh, I think that I would just, uh, I think that it would be a little tougher, but you <laughs> would be just, crazy, uh, right? You would just know. Mad props to him. You would just know what you had to do, you know? It's I, I definitely have one kid and my son I'm thankful and grateful for. I love him so much. He's the, the greatest thing in my life. And uh, him and, and my wife, Ariana. But uh, uh, I think that if I had more. I would have to 
get to take care of them, you know? <laughs> Imagine this, Tom. Unlike Mother's Day, Father's Day was originally met with laughter. Like, you know, haha. Yeah, right, bro. Um, a lot of satire, parody. You said unlike Mother's Day? Unlike, well, people, they, they're they like Mother's Day, of course. Fuck yeah. Of course, of course Mother's day, day for Mothers. Of course fucking Mother's Day. Mother's Week. Mother's Month. Mother's Year. Mother's Year. I think every third year should be Mother's Year. It's a, it's a mother's life. It'd be great. It's not easy to be a mother. A good one. Yeah, you're right. Even on Father's Day, we should thank the mothers. I'll thank mothers and fathers. There's a lot of mothers out there Every that species. have to be the father. There's a lot of fathers out there that have to be Dolphins. the mother also. Yeah. We want to salute all them. The first American you. president to support the concept of Father's Day was Roosevelt. President Calvin Coolidge. Ooh. He did so in 1924. Was he a, were they, so he had opposing sides that said, boo, yeah, of course. we don't of course want Father's was. Day? No. It wasn't until 1966 that President Lyndon Johnson signed a presidential proclamation that resulted in a declaration of the third Sunday of June as Father's Day. God darn, that was a mouthful. It was beautiful. Well, that's why I'm not political. You're not a politician. Declarations and politicians no, and washawishans. You don't even understand it. According to greeting cards makers, oh. Father's Day is the fifth largest card sending holiday. <laughs> What's number one? We're not into cards. But I mean I got a good card. You know what? I, I think if, if you could if you have a talent for cards, mm -hmm. you make a card company. Some people are making money at it. It'd be good. I got a tarot. Frankie a, got me. It must a be a, such metal. a hard business to break into. Gift card. Have you seen the books online, Tom? The personalized books. No. So. I don't know what you mean, Frank. I got to weep this morning, like full tears, like sobbing in and out, like <laughs> just, just freaking let it go because I'll do it again. Frankie and Tara got me a book, a personalized book. And it's about him when he grows up. And like, oh God, it's incredible. It's like, well done. I wish I had it in front of me because I could wrote give it. Somebody personally It's wrote incredible. It? Yeah, oh, it is incredible, cool. bro. That's a, that's a neat gift idea. And it's like, so it's all these scenarios of me watching him do all this amazing stuff, dude. And it's so well put together. I just cried and cried. I couldn't make it through the whole thing. I tried like four different times and then and I finally got through it. I'm a big old Aquarius baby, you know? Yeah. But uh, I love the little guy, and it was really cool. So That's great, dude. Yeah. The only the other thing I have for the, my little segment there, Tom, is that number five. In Germany, Father's Day is celebrated differently from other parts of the world. Mannertag, men's daily, <laughs> is celebrated by getting drunk with wagons of beer and indulging in regional food. Nice. Police and emergency services are on high alert during the day. Because fathers basically, it sounds like the purge. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to Germany, That's it's crazy. the purge today. So on Father's Day in Germany, things get a little wild. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's the truth. Well, the, those Germans, those Germans. T-R-R. Double O F. Are you, are you, you probably got a little bit of German in you. I think I have some German ancestry. Not too much. I'm still, you know, I got my 23 in me. Uh, oh, you did no, get it back? No, I, I got oh. my, uh, I got my, my replacement kit and it's been sitting in my house for like five days and I haven't done it yet. Oh, you got to do it. I got to do it. I'll do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it tonight. So I've been checking out a lot of podcasts, Tom. You've been checking them out. That's good. I've been checking out a lot. I, that's cool. I uh, listened find, to the WTF one. Uh, that's a great one, guys, if you want to listen to that. Uh, I listen to um, Monday Motivation with Dennis Forrester every now and then. I'll catch some of that. Well, there you go. Shout out to Dennis. Every now and then. Well, pretty much a consistent one is Joe Rogan. I do listen to Joe. You like Joe? Quite a bit. Um, it's a great podcast. It's great. But the Who's Your Daddy podcast is a podcast that I have found myself liking. It's about dads? Now, 
Call her daddy. I apologize. Who's your daddy? Oh, oh God. Geez. All of them are just like, we are, okay. We apologize. She's got the daddy gang, and they're probably sicked on me now. Well, I've now got the daddy gang yeah, sicked on me, and mom, I'm instantly canceled. She's a mom dad? No. She's very, it's very, uh, uh, you just have to listen to it, okay? I, I, I God, dude, I laugh so freaking hard sometimes at this lady. It's wild. Um, and she just got one of the largest, uh, and she requests in her first episode, which actually, it was wild. It, it basically ran me through a slew of emotions, which you don't expect. But if you're a human and you allow yourself to uh, receive information from all sorts of different people and latch on, then then you will, you know, find yourself on those rides sometimes where you're emotionally invested in people's stories and what they're saying. Um, another key to our podcast is a dynamic that you and I have, I guess, that really, and I guess in outside world, we never really pick up on, you know, because I've heard people say that. Yeah, it's cool. I've heard, that is a, one of the things that we hear, which is great. I think that's wonderful. Um, but anyways, so she goes on to tell her journey, though, about what it takes for her to end up nailing this uh, monumental deal. And it led down this road, and, and I'd forgotten about this, but it led down the road of like her struggle as a female and how she was almost immediately, uh, you know, ended up in a, in a dark room at the fucking top floor of some fucking building. You know, with some creepy dude, which was like Harvey Weinstein's right-hand man. It really was? Yeah. And so, so you know, she's obviously got some ties anyways. And no oh, no wonder she's got the biggest podcast and stuff, which only lands her in the top 1% of podcasts, but Frank and Tom's top 15, so we're only 14% away. Yeah, whatevs. 14% away from you. Hey, we'll get there. Lady, God damn, there's Frank a curve. And, the Frank and Tom show will get there. <laughs> Have you ever thought about... Uh, other dads out there, you know, like animal, we're talking animal dads. Cause like animal yeah. dads get love too. Some of them yeah. are good fathers. Oh yeah. Know? I have a list here of the nine best dads of the animal kingdom. Would you like to hear them? That's amazing. Yeah. You just for a second, those? because I think you can enlighten us on this maybe because of, um, Ariana's affiliation with the, the, um, recovery center. Oh, the, uh, the wildlife place. Coyotes are amazing dads, right? I would like to see where they are on the list. Probably. probably I just heard they, a story that they, they're amazing. And they'll they, adopt. They might be. Do you think they're on the top nine? No, I don't this know. Is only I don't know. Animals. Drum rolls. Drum rolls. This All right. one website, dude. Okay. Number nine. The male African lion. Oh, yeah. They get a bad rap when oh, it comes to parenting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so... <laughs> That was that was the call for the African lion. It was beautiful, uh, like the Lion King. Lion King. And it, so Simba. That, that's what it is. Number eight. Number eight. The gorilla. Oh, okay. It seems like a gorilla would be a, a good dad. You know. I'm trying to do the. Uh... They're responsible for finding food for the group. You know. Yeah. And I don't know. They eat eat a lot of food. So. Number seven. <laughs> do, so do they stick with them forever? But but they're number what, Tom? Uh, they're number eight. Okay. That's number eight, the gorilla. The gorilla is number eight. Very I good. I should talk into the microphone. That'd probably be better. Dude, you do whatever you want. This is Frank and Tom show, okay. dude. You're 50% you know, of this damn show. All right. So Num you do whatever seven, you want. Number seven. There's nothing they can say. Number Whoa. seven is, is surprising, but, you know, these animals are quite elusive sometimes. Talk to me, Goose. So you, you wouldn't, you'd expect them to probably be, be good parents. The red fox. The red fox. Everybody, you know, they're good dads. They're adorable. They're I know beautiful. that much. They are beautiful creatures. What does that? What What does that sound like? What does a red fox? Sound like? I, I what know. What does it? See, okay. I don't know. I've never heard a red so, fox. I've only seen them run across I've, the highway at I've heard that they driving. sound like haunting, like children screaming. They probably do. So, um, I want to check this out, Tom. <laughs> before we continue, let's see. What do we got? I've heard that people actually call the police. All the time about red foxes. This is the sound of a red fox. That's creepy. Yeah. 
I just recently heard that actually. You know, it's crazy because there's fox. There are foxes on our mountain, and I've seen them run across. The only time I've ever seen them is when I'm driving up the highway and they jet across the road. Yeah, that's it. That's and uh, I've never heard one up here. I think just recently this lady called the police like up here because they thought a child was lost. And it was a fox. <laughs> it was a fox. Wow. They determined it was a fox. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Shout out to the red foxes out there. Yeah. And number six, the African wild dog. Oh my the goodness. African wild dog pups are extremely active. And uh, the dog, the, you know, they must, must be good dads. So they go out there, they find the animal, they find the, the food and they bring it back to their young. They sound like birds. Is that that's an Af- those are African wild dogs? Yep. Wow, they're pretty amazing looking. They're neat looking dogs. I'll tell they you must, that much. Damn, do they they must use sonar. That sounds they're wild. Cre- they're, they're they're I'll bet you they're pretty bad. They're pretty pretty tough. You That's know? crazy. They're they they're like a wolf, but they're a wild dog. And they're good dads. They're good dads. They're Shout out six. Shout out to the African. Number wild six, dogs. man, coming in solid in the yeah, kingdom six, of dads. Yeah, that's that's surprising. What do you think number five is? You'll never guess. I don't know. I'm excited. Never even heard of this. I'm excited because I'm going to type in the sound. I've never even heard of this creature, and it's number five. Soon as shit. They must spend all their time being great dads, and so you never even know about You never even know about them. Yeah, they stay under the radar. Okay. The Golden Lion Tamarin. What is that? Wow. I don't even know. We got to look it up. The Golden Lion Tamarin. It's a monkey. Yeah, that's what I was just going to think. Because, it's a um, trippy-looking little red monkey. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know, they're, they look like spider monkeys, kind of, with long red hair. There's a lot of this high-pitched shit going on in nature. You notice that? We decided yeah. to lower our voices as human mammals on this planet. As uh, human dads, we talk rather low. I'm very rarely you know, squeaking at no, you. There's no uh, father call. Very rarely am I squeaking. Well, you know, the red lion Tamarin carries their infants on their back for the first about six to seven weeks of their life. It's adorable. They carry them around. They hand them off over to the mother every two to three hours so they can feed. And they can take the baby back. I seem That's to recently, recently remember watching a Tamarin wake up first thing in the morning, reach his hand down, and masturbate himself. Wow. <laughs> Oh, that that took a strange turn. No, no, very Especially normal for, for a the Father's Day episode. Very normal for a Tamarin. Okay, it's yeah, we're and talking it is the animal Day. kingdom. It is. Father's was that in a Day. in a zoo somewhere, or you were down on in vacation in the uh, in the? We jungle? were at the Berlin Zoo. That's great. In Germany. That's great. I'm telling you, it's a wild place. Today, it's fucking the Wild West right now. Wow. It's Father's Day. It is the Wild West. <laughs> Just like losing it. All right. Well, what is num- the next num- guy? Number four. We're here at number four. Well, <clears throat> well. Shout out to the Golden Lion Tamarin. They're amazing. Even and a even blessing. If they're obscene sometimes, and they aren't commit, we uh, all? You know, sex crimes in front of kids. In, you know, in public. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've all been to the zoo. That's all I'm too, saying. You know? Jesus. Yep. <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> number four. Canceled. Number yep. four. The greater. Flamingo. A uh, what? The male flamingos. I feel like they're super deep voice. Well, flamingos are cool. You like know? deep voice. You know be like, they actually get their yeah, pig, hey. they actually get their pigment, their pink from the salt water that they drink where mm. they're from. Yeah, I, about, not, yeah. Not, and okay. it takes them a few years to turn pink to develop this. And when they get pink, become pink is when they're like at mating age, I believe. And before that, everybody just thinks that they're a fucking like swan or something. Yeah, they well, sound like a bird. Here's one fact about the, the flam- flamingo dads that you, you know. Oh, I like that sound. I like that one. That's majestic. I like that majestic. one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the, one fact about the flamingo dads here. They are also feminists. So they're part of the God feminist man. movement. I don't uh, know... Where we would and how we could even be without women, they and I appreciate women so in much. Gender equality. Bless you all, you know? and I. And I that's agree rare with in the it animal too. kingdom. They say that's rare in the animal kingdom. Yeah. When it comes to time, it comes time to mate. The dad helps mom select a nesting site, and together they construct the nest of mud. Once they lay their eggs, the father shares in the responsibility of incubating the egg as they take turns sitting on the nest for equal amounts of time. Once the baby's hatched and born, the dad just keeps on being a good dad. He's like, what's up? You know? 
Where's on the, excelling. Keep your eye on the ball. Fathering. Pick up your toys. Yep. Drink, eat that fish. Why don't you listen to eat me? Eat all that dinner. Why don't you listen? Be thankful for what you have. Ugh. Yep. There you go. That's Jeez. number four. Shout out to the flamingo dad. Yo, mad shout out to all you flamingo mother. Flamingos are cool. <laughs> You know? Absolutely, flamingos. They wear sun. I, I I picture flamingos in like a dark black pair of sunglasses. You know. Oh, that's the only way to have a flamingo, in my yeah. opinion, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Actually, do they not? That we'll look that up after the show. Okay. Yeah. Let's but I really don't think they make flamingos without the glasses. Oh uh, yeah, we'll we'll have to look into that further. So, yeah, I don't just take don't think, our word for it. I don't think that they they make those. Number three. Yeah. Number three is without the, them. the frog and the toad. So what? Frogs are, frogs are pretty good dads. Oh, yeah, you know? they are. They're number three on this list, a frog. Well, can't are, are they the ones that can be both sexes, though? Uh, How fun. Well, you know. It used to be special, Tom. If you were in the Indian culture and you were like a tranny, you were like the shit. You, weren't, you didn't have this, like, pussification where everybody's like, why are you like this? Fucking pussies. Let people be. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, that's cool. That's all right. You know, I apologize. So what you want to say? This is the show. Yeah. The Frank and Tom show. It's the Father's Day special. Why here, is that you know? person like that? Frank oh, my Tom God. Just, just happened to be dad. Yeah, well, what are you doing? You know? What do you, just, when do you go for a trying. jog? Focus your energy on yourself and your family. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to... On this Father's Day. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> do that. All right, back to the frogs. What? Yeah, yeah. More so, frogs. you know, some male frogs... Keep their tadpoles. Is that a frog? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! A lot of people don't know frogs make that sound wow. when you squeeze something. That's not a frog. No, I'm just joking. It's a toad when you pick it up. Well, it's another guy. There's another one mm-hmm. chirping off the water. Hear, Classic. Everybody sounds. has heard those. Sounds. Classic that was toad super sounds. Loud in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> Some male frogs keep their tadpoles in their mouths. Until they are able to make it on their own. What? Yes. Oh, dude. Ring the bell. Ring the bell, everyone. Did you just say he keeps him? He he does it? He keeps the young in the mouth. Man. Carries them around. And what number is he? Four? Number three. Three. Yeah, he better be up there, dude. Yeah, and some of them, such as the midwife toad, implant their spawn underneath their skin. That's kind of strange. Usually on their backs or their legs. One type of frog... Uh, called the pouched frog carries their offspring in a pouch. You know? Oh, that's adorable. Boom. Number shout that. out to the frogs and toads of the world. Absolutely. I hear frogs all the time. I didn't realize that they're such dedicated dads or screamers. I didn't know they're they they're kind of but sometimes they sound a little majestic mm-hmm. if you're out there on a camping trip or you're just hanging out. In the woods, because you happen to live in the mountains like us. And it's getting froggy, homie. You probably hear some frogs sometimes. All the time. There you go. I mean, I'm not bragging, but we live right off the golf course up here in Lake yeah, Arrowhead, California. You can see the golf course from, Damn, your, from your house. I'm just saying. So uh, Now everybody's going to know where you live. Well, they can come by. They'll have to find... There's, there's come on houses. by. I'm pretty nice. You're pretty nice. I'm not that bad. Not bad. It's not all bad. I was going to bitch about it earlier, actually. I got a bad rap for only a couple years of my life. It's fucking crazy what just a couple years of shit will do. And I wasn't even shit. All right, back to the list. Okay. I'm sorry. It's, a, it's all right. We're, we're staying. <laughs> we're, we're moving along in the positive direction. We're still going forward. <laughs> going forward with it. We're almost done with this list. Oh, it's, it's a pretty man. exciting list. I'm enjoying it. Classic Coke. Classic Coke. All right, number two, the seahorse. Everybody knows the seahorse has got to be a good dad, right? Of course. Everybody oh, knows dude, I've the seahorse is a good dad. God, That's so why cute. it's number two on the list. They're so cute. Everybody knows the little cute little seahorse. Cute Male animal. seahorses go above and beyond when it comes to parenting. They are one of the only species in the animal kingdom known for male pregnancy. That's right. The moms deposit their eggs into the male's seahorse's pouch. Then he fertilizes and incubates them for 45 days until they are born as full-on tiny seahorses. Seahorse dads may not experience morning sickness, but they do have to endure contractions as they go through labor. What? Shout, that's kind of creepy. They get it done. They're kind of like a... 
um, both male and female in a way. That's what they say. Well, shout out to the seahorse. Dad's uh, the creepiness of your life uh, impresses me and amazes me and kind of creeps me out a little bit. That white noise was seahorse. (laughs) Number two. Number two. White noise. Did you play the seahorse? There's no, there's no sound of a seahorse. They don't make a noise, huh? That's the noise they make? Yeah. Like a They're whistling like sea wind. and seahorse sounds, and it's like... They sound like the waves of the ocean. Yeah, you can't fucking hear a hey, seahorse, dude. They think about the, it. And they it's just, a horse that swims in the sea. You're going to be a doer, or you're going to be a seahorse? There you go. Seahorses do it, though. No, Number they're like the overachievers. Is basically that was a there you go. They're, they're you know we got to give a big extra big shout out Darn for it, Frank. for big number two. Yo, seahorse. Mad props to a seahorse. Hey, that's the seahorse dad. That's Not to be two. confused with a sea lion who is a shitty dad. Okay, and you know <laughs> the sea lion. Is he? Let's hop over well, to the shittiest on. dad. Shittiest dad there is right here. <laughs> Why? Why don't you go join your Eskimo buddy? Gosh. Jeez. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know the sea lion was such a bad dad. I'm sorry, sea lions. I'm gonna look that I'm gonna have to look into that. I'm gonna look let's let's keep it moving. I don't know what's going forward. on in here right let's now, keep but keep it moving forward. Yeah. We gotta We're go. Keep going. Let's write it down. Number, I think number we'll one write it is down pretty obvious. And we'll talk about Everybody it. Everybody knows probably what number one should be. <laughs> it's probably humans, bro. I mean, they made an entire movie about number one. About humans? No. All of them. All the movies. No, it's ours. not. These are in the animal kingdom. Oh, penguins, bro. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Penguins. You Good dads. win the prize, dude. Good dads, dude. Number one, Emperor Penguin. Oh, sad. Yeah, you guessed it. Of yeah. every single animal on the planet, you knew what it was, Frank. That's awesome. That is awesome. Good job, dude. Wow. My man, Mr. Penguin. That's the majestic call of the Ladies and gentlemen, penguin. the penguin has the floor. You know, the penguin has the floor. I think mo- we get we bow we we take a bow and give the highest praises for you, and the Emperor. Shout penguin. out to the em- Emperor penguins of as the you world. gloriously the slide across the ice on your tummy. This day is for you, ultimate father of all fathers, Emperor Penguin. The Emperor Penguin. Sorry, guys. You know, was family I, guy I think most of us have probably seen the March of the Penguins. You probably find yourself in tears almost. Happy if dance. You have a heart. Ha- happy feet. That too. So that good. too. So that's good. a cute movie. Just you know? saying. So if you're good. a dad and you have a young child, it's a good one. So good. And uh, shout out to the Emperor Penguins. That's it for the list. That's big number nine of the top ten, top nine uh, animals. That are fathers. And I don't know why they didn't want to give us number 10. Thank you for being a part of the Frank and Tom show, Animal Kingdom, today. because the Frank and Tom give love to all dads. Um, 100% improv from Frank and Tom. And what an enjoyable experience, too, because uh, I'm sure Tom's of the same mindset right now. I had no idea we were going to do so much animal stuff today. I didn't know. I'm <laughs> so stoked. I know. See, we never know what's in store for us we until never we know. start doing the show. Yeah, until you know? we get in here and, and just make the magic, and that's why the producers give us wheelbarrows full of cash. Yeah, they just they give us the best sponsors ever. And the bet, the hunt. It's not always the safest choice. Try and get but away. If you're looking for adventure. If you want to try and get away, the hunt. <laughs> If you want to try and get away. If you want to try and have a good time, a great weekend, the hunt. Are you good at climbing trees? <laughs> well, you better be. <laughs> Are you faster than a lion? Can you swim faster than a great white shark? <laughs> oh, what a blast. Can you a defeat time. a pool full of hungry piranhas? Last night, I got to witness Anderson Silva completely... In my opinion, annihilate Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. This is Jr. Um, 
I'm super disappointed in boxing commentary and how they trash their fighters. They put out a giant disclaimer for Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. before the fucking fight. And it was just like basically saying he's not his father. Well, we all get it, guys. You can't have 90 fights and not lose and then and then have a son who has 57 fights and he loses a couple. But goddamn, what an honorable, great boxer Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. is. And he's from boxing royalty. Anderson Silva, clearly one of the greatest fighters of all time, came to life last night at the age of 46 and lit this dude up. Wasn't okay. he, didn't he used to be in the UFC? Fucking yeah, dude. But Finally, he was though. boxing. He went to yeah. the boxing ring. Yeah. I have developed this, um, and it's a funny mentality. I, I have noticed many um, baseball players, uh, football players, not players, uh, fans. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So fans of these sports, they will identify and they'll say us, you know? And like with MMA, I'm like saying us, you know, as in like mixed martial arts. So when I refer to to us, I'm like, finally, we and us have this representation. Um, I'm not the only fat representation of MMA, by the way. Just want to make that clear. There's some others out there. There's a lot of us. (laughs) Us. (laughs) I'm not not laughing. I'm not laughing. No, uh, you know, just I'm just saying what everybody's thinking, Tom. There's a lot of MMA dads out there. You know, but um, no, there, there really is. So Anderson goes in there. Not only shows heart, but then he starts tapping into who he is and clearly shows that he is the man. He starts doing a little showboating, Tom, and he looks incredible. And he takes out this boxer. Anderson Silva, as a boxer, has one fight he's won and one fight he's lost. Then he went on to, as we all know, a very illustrious career in in mixed martial arts. Arguably... Not even really arguably. He's a goat. He's one of the greatest of all times. Anderson Silva is. And I bought it. I bought the pay-per-view. I'm sure a lot of people didn't. So maybe a lot of you are stoked that you're even hearing about it. Because uh, in my opinion, you really missed out on a a night of royalty. It started off uh, with a, a couple of great fights. Then went into an Alvarez versus a Chavez. Um I was speaking earlier to Tom about how much I love Mexico and I love the Mexican people. We both Um, do. I think everybody from California. And it really, really showed last night. I didn't really know. I didn't expect myself to get so geeked out and I was so excited. I was emotional about it. Okay. I'm sure a lot of you were. If you're, if you're of Spanish descent, last night was a big night for everybody. Um, And even the Brazilians too. They threw that in. So, uh, uh, maybe a lot nice. of you, maybe a lot of you white folk aren't caring about it, but <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> no, dude, it, we're the only people it's okay to trash anymore, Tom. Oh yeah. White, Come yeah. on. Yeah. The white man. I'm safe, bro. It's Who's what man. you, 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 you know, cause we're most people we're, we're not allowed to say anything. You're not yeah, exactly, you yeah. know, tongue tied and twisted, twisted and tongue tied, blistered and bruised. Uh, so, okay. Really quick though. Probably not. Mm-hmm. It ends up Alvarez and Chavez, which you end up older brother of Canelo Alvarez. So they end up like intertwining Canelo Alvarez with this thing, who is, in my opinion, at the moment and probably for time, he will be re- remembered as as clearly one of the greatest boxers of all time. He's up there, but he he kind of shines though too, in my opinion. I'm a big fan of Canelo Alvarez. Like this guy. Is amazing. Mexican champion. Cheers to Mexico. So his older brother beat up a Chavez. First thing, beats up younger Chavez in their trilogy. Mm -hmm. Comes back, beats him up. It was great. Okay, so you got this royalty, obviously, hitting off. Then some more. Yep. Then some more boxing royalty. And then to end the night, Julio Cesar Chavez, the older guy, takes on younger Camacho, who, you know... um, the older Camacho has passed away. God rest his soul. But anyways, to wrap that up, it was amazing. I was completely entertained. And uh, there was a point, at, like round four, where fucking uh, Julio Cesar Chafes takes his freaking headgear off. And he's like, we're doing it without the headgear. Because they did it with headgear. Come on. Let's be responsible, people. He's 59 he years old. He finishes it without the headgear? No, no. But he was definitely threatening it. It was actually uh, to the... Um, I mean, cheers to Camacho. Well, he was upset? Camacho didn't want to continue without it. Um to be honest with you, in my opinion, even I he think... He didn't want to hurt him. 
I think in full bore, I think Chavez would have murdered that dude. Yeah. I think there was times where he was really legitimately tired. He's never tired. lost a fight. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing fighter. Cheers to you. Um, and uh, I thought it was really entertaining. That's cool. So, so another father. Did you have anybody over or you were just hanging out with your family? I was just hanging out with the family. But what made it so cool, too, was the fact that it was all of these families. You know, if you see the freaking Alvarez family all in a corner together and Canelo, too, like Canelo's so special that like he's like this Michael Jordan, you know, and you're like you're just so I think it's really pleasing to see somebody stick with their family. You know, and to be like, there it is. We're and but but not not but they're all working, you know. And even older brother, he is no boxer like his brother, like his younger brother. But man, did he listen to him? So he's listening to the advice of his younger brother because he's clearly like, man, you know, like, fucking, this is our family. That's so you cool. see these families. You see Big Julio down to Junior, down to other younger brother all together. It was hilarious too because. uh Older Chavez actually was like, <laughs> my kids didn't train hard enough for this because they lost. Both of his yeah. kids lost. And he was like, they didn't train, you know, and he calls <laughs> them out, you know. So there's this, you know, cheers to those they fathers just did, and they're sons. All, we're just running them with our good name. Yeah. They're all, we're just going to train minimally and minimally and just yeah. go with the, the uh, blessings of being good fighters naturally. A, a, a huge connection I'm making, Tom, with these sports, though, too for today and to um, maybe I can stop rambling then is that a lot of these champions are bred from their fathers training them and and they all give credit to their dads at the end of the day they're like my dad put me here a lot of these champions or they're you know they're 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 trained for a good extensive time Floyd Mayweather classic case yeah you know uh khabib nagamenov you know uh he stopped because his dad passed away one of the greatest undefeated mixed martial arts champions was his dad is a trainer or yeah, something because his dad trained him and he he promised his mom he wasn't gonna fight anymore so he because retired. of his dad he yeah probably, yeah so that was a good idea the impact you can make as an as a as a father can um yeah can we beg Gotta try, gotta, gotta try your best. A lot of times, I I catch myself thinking that I could have tried harder, but I'm mm. still here and I'm trying my best, and uh, that's all you can do. Yeah, that's and it. I love my son, and he knows that, and try to give him good guidance. Yeah, you know, you know it is like you got to do the best you can. I don't I don't think everybody's going to end up a champion, but I think it's our job. Clearly to try to be like those guys, you yeah. know, the more I see it, I'm just like, fuck. And it's so inspirational. And clearly it makes me very emotional. You know, I'm a big baby and um, I love the idea that that I can that I have that opportunity as well. And I, I want all you guys to know that you have that opportunity. Like we have the opportunity to raise champions or you have the opportunity to to raise Scholars to, to scholars or, yeah. or to raise, you know, just all these just different all types, good people, but to encourage that. And then, um, another thing, man, I, I don't know how you feel about this stuff, Tom, or if you've talked about it with your wife, but, um, something I ran across in a, um, uh, it was on the Joe Rogan podcast, a woman, she, she wrote a book about testosterone recently and the effects of testosterone and just scientifically and how kind of science is being lost in that. And I don't need to get in any further in that because I'm no damn scientist. I'm just a tile guy and a musician and, um, you know, you're, you're, yeah. all that stuff. So, um, but anyways, it, it was talking about the effects of that. And then what it led to was the, the conversation. And, and I don't want to get too heavy in this either, but the, the idea of this really made me emotional as well was the, the idea that um, if my son ever came home and he felt that he couldn't tell me anything, you know, like, I mean, if like if he was gay, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, right. and the idea if, if Frankie came home with a dude and like that, I would even bat an eye to that. Like, it's upsetting to me that people. um they can't they can't that they would even parents that yeah exactly and how how bad that is so um 
I guess really, uh, and I was I intended to do this a little bit earlier and let you guys know at least my intent there as a father, as somebody who is very masculine, man, and and fucking yeah, dude, whatever, you know, like if my kid want whatever he wants to do, I'm gonna support it, as long as it's healthy, as long as he's not harming himself you know yeah but as far as these trivial issues and all these things everyone's pressing upon our kids man like chill back um let them be kids um live and love your lives and 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 if you if you're presented with something like that down the line this is what i'm thinking about i'm not thinking about this happening at some early age but it really hurt me man the idea of my son coming home every day and being like thinking to himself that dad would throw him away if he was uh, a certain way. Right. If, if, you know, cause yeah. I feel like, fuck man, what hip hop has showed me, what punk rock has showed me, what music has showed me, which, what, what the paths that I've chosen in my life, um, the, the things that you preach in your music, the things that I preach, try to preach in my music about being a better person um, it's really important that I also um, not be crazy judgmental on the roads that my kid takes, you know, and, and support him. And if he wants to be a scientist, I support him. You know, if he wants to be a, a fucking musician, I, that's a tough road, but I'm definitely not going to discourage it, you know? Yeah, for sure. I'm always going to try to be a realist about it, but man... Yeah, Every, and I don't want to harp too much on the gay thing, but I just want to let you guys know that's where I stand on that. If my son comes home with a boy, then I've got two sons, <laughs> and I'm gonna and I'm gonna encourage him. You know, if that's his choice, if, if that's his real choice, you know, um, I'm not here to 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 uh, to ruin someone's life. I'm I'm here to be a good dad. Yep. Happy Father's go. Day, everybody. Happy Father's Day, and and uh, all the dads. Out there, just uh, keeps su- just always remember that. I always try to remember that every generation's different. Because when we were kids, our dads, so and moms, much. and moms and dads were like, you know, a lot of times you hear the dads say it more than the moms like, about about the kids' generation, you know, and all that. But big time, I just try to remember that and uh, try to try to support whatever they want to do as long as it's positive, you know. But also try to be careful because there's a lot of stuff out there now in this information age with the internet and everything we didn't have when we were kids. So that definitely is a factor. But yeah, uh, yeah. Just I just want to put it out there. To support what they what, what it is yeah. that they, they're into, you know. Well, and also, Tom, for Frankie's sake, I, I have no inclination of him being any which way at this age. Well, it, no, because he's he's a young <laughs> child. He's I just want to put that out there for his sake. And, uh, you know, I love him to death, man. And whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever goes your, down. Just support your kids. Be there for them. Yeah. Um, you know, and recognize that we all do get impatient and we snap and we, we, do, we say things. And, you know, it's hard to be a parent sometimes. It's hard to be involved. Tom and I talk about that a lot. Participation is tough. It's not easy to get up and participate every day. Yeah. It's not easy to, to know that you're in a spot that you could possibly break out of immediately and potentially have a better time for yourself, but you continue to do the right thing for your family. Yeah. For, well, for me, it's like if I, if my, Blue collar, if my baby. wife and son were gone for a couple of days, I start, it starts, to <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, I kind of need them. We never go anywhere. <laughs> like my wife might take a couple trips here and there. Sometimes need them, actually. Most yeah. of the time she brings Wyatt, but I, I've, I've never really been, I can't think of a time I've ever been, anywhere for a weekend trip or an overnight trip or anything with only my friends maybe an overnight trip once or twice but never like a couple days or anything at all since my son's been born yeah every single time we've went anywhere like on a vacation or something i've always had my my family with me yeah. you know so i guess you get some sometimes you get to that age where where you don't see your friends as much anymore but what's important is uh this is what's being a parent adult part about our show is something that you that you drew and i spoke about is that we're doing a frank and tom road trip and we should do that and and we're gonna do it hit the road three dudes on the road 
We're hitting the road, Are folks. We Where are we going to go? We're gonna, wherever we the wind takes out. us, Tom. That would be sweet, yeah. dude. We're going to plan that out. I've never, we, should, we should do it in It's important the for a show. We should do it in the fall. It's great for the podcast. We should do it in the fall after the summer. Every single one of you is you great know? for the podcast. And Tom and I are very grateful. Thank you for all of our Spotify listeners. Thank you for all of our iTunes listeners, our Google podcast listeners, our Audible listeners. All the listeners, all the um, everybody. College FM radio stations that are playing us late at night. Thank you. That really, that's cool. What a blessing. That's exciting. Yes. We thank you. So uh, cheers to everybody on Father's Day. Cheers. Happy Father's Day, everybody. From the Twin Peaks No Budget Studios. (laughs) (laughs) The Hunt. Frank and Tom have officially signed off. Later, guys. Bye-bye.